Good Up is our space to talk about those experiences in life we didn't know we all had in common. We're the after work happy hour conversation with your best friend. The place where you bring up the hard parts of life, the ones that made you laugh, and the things that made you who you are. Because who said becoming good up wasn't a little bit uncomfortable? Stay tuned for more information about this week's episode. Hey, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of the Good Up podcast. I am excited to be back. For those of you who know, because you've been on my um, Instagram story, Deidre and I are coming back off of essentially what is the first failed recording of the entire <laughs> season. We had such a rough day trying to record <laughs> yesterday. I I can't even begin to tell you guys how we went from like Zoom, no audio issues to Zoom freezing up to... Yeah, to the dog us, playing in our faces, to, to the neighbors the, saying... Yeah, Nuri, Nuri was like disrespecting <laughs> us and like wagging her tail and hitting the mic. Dash was like running all over the living room, which is my cat, if you don't know. What else? Um, We, we kind of got off topic. We couldn't even stick to the topic. And then my neighbors decided all over the place. Yeah, I, my neighbors decided to have the loudest baby shower I have ever heard in my life, and it like kicked off during the episode. Like the tuba player just like ripped into the episode, yeah. and yeah, we were they like, had a whole. It wasn't even a DJ. They had like a, a band, like a, a mariachi band a in the backyard. Band. And it went on, Deidre, I, I promise you, it went on until at least three in the morning. I wouldn't know because I fell asleep after a while to the sounds of this tuba player who was very dedicated to his craft. Um, Get into lower brass. You're not going to play with lower brass. <laughs> Come on. And, and <laughs> you know, this This is this is a musician, you know, podcast. Deidre and I are, are former musicians. Yes. We, we appreciate and you know, I the, the arts. lower brass section, okay? Right, I'm a former right. trombonist. You're not going to play in a lower brass section. We, listen, listen, I appreciate the arts, but they did not allow us to do what we needed to do yesterday. The so, only thing that was missing was our third co-host, the ice cream truck. Exactly. Usually we have an ice cream truck that passed by, <laughs> passes by Deidre's house. But we say this all to say we will not be using any of that audio because one thing about Deidre and I is that we believe in quality over quantity. Fast. And if the shit ain't working, then it's not working. And you it didn't might work. get a clip. Yeah, you might. I might post the clip of like my face right when the band started up being like, what the fuck? Are you serious? Um, so yeah, anyway, all that to say, we're back today. Yeah. We are going to to start fresh and we're starting fresh with what I think is going to be an amazing episode. I know I say that yeah. every week, but bitch, it's because I do my research and I think yeah. every episode is amazing. So exactly. we have a wonderful guest who I actually discovered through following her on TikTok because I really, really love her content. Um, and she is here to discuss the idea of, of being 30. So turning yeah. 30, just this whole concept about turning the age of 30 and why everybody thinks it's such a huge friggin' deal. But before we get to that, I would like India to introduce herself and welcome her to the Good Up podcast. Oh, hello, 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 everybody. Do you guys have nicknames for your listeners? Like, you know, huh? we, just, we, we just call them the good up audience, you know, because in, yeah, in the good up fam, yeah. the good up listeners. Right. Yeah. Well, hello, good up fam. My name is India, but on uh, TikTok, I go by Maxima Jackson, you know, Jesse's daughter. If you've watched uh, Tu Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. You understand that reference. Um, 
what is it? Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. I'm ridiculous 97% of the time, so. <laughs> Fun. We love that. Well, I love Deidre and I to fill in the other three. Thank you. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So welcome, welcome. We are excited to have you. Um, Yeah, so this this topic, um, Deidre and I have kind of talked about it casually before, but what really solidified it for me was I actually um, saw a video that you posted. I think it was in response to a question about turning 30 and what that's like and what the difference is between your 20s. So people are obsessed especially i feel people in in our generation with this idea of like having your shit together before you're 30 right yeah, yes they are. like 30 is the deadline 30 is the the just the line of demarcation of like if i don't do all of these things and by 30, doomed, 30 it's i'm doomed you got it yeah I have, I have it's failed over. in life and i just fucked everything up and who i'm just a failure so um, just and don't so forget I, your knees give out because apparently, yeah, apparently your knees give out. Your, your bones stop working. That is Snapple facts. Okay, <laughs> these are not, those are not lies. Your check knees light comes on as soon <laughs> as you hit thirty. Like mid-night. for me, it was my ankles. See, I don't know. My ankles? ankles just gave out. Like I don't know. Every time I experience some kind of an issue, it's my ankles. I already got back problems, so I'm just like, is it gonna get worse? Is yeah, it? Have I not had enough? Universe, do you need to really add no. more because of age? Yeah. But anyway, you know, so many of us are kind of counting down until this this mythical age of thirty and what's gonna happen. And the good news for you guys is that the only person here who is quote unquote under thirty right now is me, and that's because I only have a year left. I just turned 29. So we we have Deidre and all of her wisdom. We have India and all of her wisdom. So we're going to put some some truth to the myth of, you know, what actually changes when you turn 30. Should we be freaking out this much? Personally, I think no. Um, but my, my first question that I'm going to ask the group is, especially for, for both of you, what do you think is the biggest difference now that you have turned 30, now that you're in your 30s, in comparison to when you were in your 20s you know my favorite word hashtag discernment okay (laughs) discernment discernment there's a listen listen that hit me in my shando yes yes keep going keep going i don't even think red flags have a chance to turn red before your discernment says that's a waste of your time And let me tell you what goes out with the bathwater is the baby over mm-hmm. here. Okay, the, I just be chucking them because so everything has to go. We'll start everything. over. It's fine. You, I don't know if you guys follow the guy on TikTok. Red flags everywhere. <laughs> right, you'll have like the sandwich meat in the fridge. You really want to make this turkey sandwich, and you can't tell if the meat if is like, little, you're like, if it's just like, is it a little sour? Am I going like, crazy? Does that smell bad or is my breath smelly? Like which I one? just toss it in the tr- I, I, like right. back in the day, right? In those situations, I would give it a de- just a bit more of a sniff. Mm-hmm. Now, if the packaging just feels a little too loose, it's going in the trash. <laughs> like, and, and this is not, and I'm not being literal. I'm talking about whatever situations come my way. If it just feels, if my, if my stomach just does the tiniest little love, it's going in the trash. That is, that is actually one of those things where it kind of like, as soon as I hit 30, that didn't hit. But I say once I got to like 32, 
Yeah. I was like, oh no, it's ghetto here. I'm not doing this. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, I like to tell people that um, as soon as I see somebody makes the proverbial or a literal, if you make two suspect lefts, I'm out. So like if you're in the car and somebody's like, no, 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 you just got to make these two lefts and we right there and we still not there after them two lefts, I'm good. I'm I'm done. I'm not doing it. Just this. let me out here. I already got my Uber. It's right oh, behind us. I got to <laughs> Did you use Google Maps? Like every, there's no reason for you to be lost. So why, why are None. you doing this? None whatsoever. Yeah. None whatsoever. That yeah. that bullshit meter and I listen. I am Ooh. right. I am on the cusp and it's yes. already on. It's yes. like, um, what did you just say to me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's very getting getting closer to your thirties or just wisdom, right? It's it's so absolute. In yeah. my early twenties, I think that I gave people the benefit of the doubt so mm-hmm. much more often. I gave situations mm-hmm. the benefit of the doubt. You see the and potential. Now, yes. Yeah. Now you've kind of seen how the scenarios play out, right? So you're like, oh, absolutely not. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With jobs. I'm not build a bear with a man, with a job, with friendships, anything. No. Say right. it. Say I'm, it. I'm Say not it. doing it. I'm not doing that. No, man. No. And no. I think it's 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 that realization that like I I literally don't have time for this. And maybe it goes back to what y'all were saying earlier about your knees. Like, bitch, my knees hurt. <laughs> I don't have time for this. Like. You know, my coworkers oh. think that I'm kidding when I say things like that, but I'll be dead serious with them. Right, you know, I right. work with a lot of, a lot, first of all, the Gen Zers can't understand half of what I'm saying. That's fine. Right. That's, that's, that's already frustrating. I'll take mm-hmm. it. But I have real problems, honey. My knees hurt. The random muscle right. in my side back hurts. Right. I really like hanging out with my kid. Y'all ain't going to play in my face. Right. I had to tell my manager the other day because he's a hard worker and he's still very much committed to that way that they poured into us when we were growing up that you must work 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 and never stop working and so he 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 wasn't feeling well the other day and he was visibly like unwell and I was like papa like you need to take the rest of the day and go home he's like I can't do that I'm the manager I said and you know what it's I'm you're the manager you You could do whatever fuck you want go you love to remind people that you in charge but the moment you actually have the opportunity to do what you want you're not going to do it but further to that i'm not going to name the company i work for because some of y'all are crazy but in any case i work i work for a i'm pretty sure it's a billion dollar company at the very least they're a multi-million dollar company but i'm pretty sure they're they're on the billions okay this company is global i said you know what they're gonna do if you drop dead they're gonna post that they need a new manager in hoboken that's all they're gonna do we we are at that age now where we're really really starting to like realize like okay all of these goals that you have who are they really for because right right. yeah these people that you are trying to work so hard for these relationships that you're trying to pour all of yourself into these people will move on at the drop of a dime so quality like we learned yesterday quality matters so i mean b- besides that besides that like attitude of just like oh i'm out if this shit's not working like what else have you seen in terms of differences between maybe your early 20s and now i'll say my level of unbothered has gotten mm-hmm. to platinum status at this yes. point because you know in your 20s I tell because I my little brother and my little cousin are 10 years younger than me mm-hmm. so I tell them all the time like 
when you're in your 20s, you just vibrate energy. You feel like you got to go. You got to move. You got to do this. You got to do that. And as soon as I got close to like 28, I was like, um, I would like to sit still for a little bit. Right. I'm tired. Like, I don't know about y'all, but I partied hard in college. Yeah. <laughs> By the time yeah. I got to my late 20s, I was like, all right, I've done all of this. So... Oh, I'm drinking the drinking age in the Virgin Islands is 18 weeks. So we start pretty early. I was in a club at 16, honey. <laughs> I was drinking at family parties. You know how, yeah. you know how we get. Like, you want some beer? You want some wine? Here, here you go. Have some wine. Yeah. It's, it's a party. So once I got to my 30s, I was like, yeah, I'm chilling. I don't feel the need to still be outside past 9:30. I might on occasion when I'm feeling spicy. But uh, mm-mm, mm-mm, that's why I, I love that she said 9 30 because as soon as the sun sets, I'll be in this house. No, because the only time you're going to catch me outside at night is if I had to work late. That's it. And I'll be scurrying my ass to the house. <laughs> because what is, what is there to do at night that I can't do during the day? Because if you argue drink, that's what brunch is for. If you argue exactly. dance, that's what a day party is for. If you argue a booty call, why is that man only allowed at my house at night? We grown. Um, now see about but further that. to that um, he, he coming to me some, it's happening in my bed if it's I'm happening some, in it's my happening house in my <laughs> exactly and then you're leaving because I, I want to starfish in my bed thank you Big thank bad. you for your services but leave you can go yeah exactly. and now I don't even like them enough but I like I'm so I am like part of the homebody society I am okay. too which is hilarious because I'm engaged now and I used Love to joke around with my friends, like, well, if a man wants to find me, he gonna have to find me in my house. And that's exactly what this man did in the middle of the damn pandemic. So they can't tell yes. me I was wrong. But that's, you that's were the right best the whole part. Time. The whole that's time. the best part about finding a life partner is that you don't have to leave the house anymore because you just you look at them. They look at you. You'd be like, yo, I don't feel like doing nothing today. They'd be like me either. Right. Love. That's cute. Like, <laughs> yeah. You want to come over and take a nap? Yes. All right. I'll see you when you get here. Where? Why can't I find those? I always find the people who still want to be in their twenties, and these dudes be in their thirties and forties, and they still operating like they in their twenties. And I'm like, why? Are you not you know tired? Why? Your knees don't hurt, my dude. It's because once they get to their thirties and forties, that's when they um <clears throat> finally start realizing how to have sex properly because they weren't doing it properly in their twenties. Yes, because so then they want to start doing it more because now they know what they're doing in their thirties and forties. Allegedly, just so annoying, and they just be all over the place. And and they just want to be in everybody's faces and they want to yes. talk all the time and they want to be outside. I'll never forget last summer. And this was on Juneteenth. The guy, mind you, he was technically my ex at the time. And you know exactly who I'm talking about. Hey, Isaac, cause I, I had, listen, I had to block that man. I so vexed with he, but in any case, <laughs> he can't, he was in town. He had a case for one of his clients. He was in town. Okay, bet we're going to hang out. Dylan goes and hangs out with his bestie, right? This mother skunk <laughs> dragged me around the city all day. I wanted to go to my house. My home is very comfortable. Yeah. I invest, and you know my home is beautiful here. You see, this, you see this shelf? I want to look at this shelf because I took the <laughs> yeah. time. My to, home is beautiful. To style this exactly. shelf. I have all the amenities. My Wi-Fi is fast as fuck. That little boy be gaming. I be streaming. We be doing a lot and my Wi-Fi don't never lag. My home is comfortable. So I'm thinking we finna come to my house and chill. You know, the baby, mm-hmm. he hanging out with his, he had a little slumber party with his little bestie or whatever. It didn't stop there. 
he's like, oh, well, let's just go get something to eat and let's go to my hotel. He wanted to go to his hotel. Fine. So I packed a little bag. We went to this pizza place that I love. We go to his hotel. We fight. We're watching a movie. We're eating. Let's go to the rooftop lounge. And, and I'm like, we're already here. What do you mean? I just want to lay out. This is so, our destination, sir. No connections. Let's just stay. And I'm thinking, nigga, you in your mid forties. How are you not exhausted? Like, did Listen. you take? Did you take some 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 steroids before this? Like, what's, what's going, going on? on? How are you still alive after all of that? Like, I, I how would you have survived it had you not been there? It's been almost a year, and I'm still recovering from that one day. That's what being in your thirties is like. Oh, <laughs> no, that that really is the moral of the story. Is that like not only do I not have the energy for this shit, but logically. If I'm paying thirteen plus hundred dollars a month for rent, right? Why would I leave my house? I'm, right. I got everything I'm, that I need in my. I'm house. investing in this space, so let's <laughs> get the most out of my paycheck right. and let's stay home. You can right. come over. That's I'm not fine. leaving my house. Mm-mm. Like anyway, it's to the point where my gro- <laughs> my groceries get delivered. Okay, I ain't right. going to. The, I don't do none of that shit. If it could be dropped off on that porch, honey, it's getting dropped <laughs> off on that porch. Listen, <laughs> and, I'll and, go for essentials, but if we got to do like heavy grocery shopping, I'll be like, nah, just give me the list. Yeah. I'll Instacart it. It's fine. Yeah, right. period. But period. I mean, there, there's a beauty in that. There's a beauty in us realizing like this is this. I I like for my life to be this way, and I'm owning that. I feel like mm-hmm. early twenties was like me trying to convince myself that I wanted to be about that party life right right and right. i was i really i i i was partied out by the time i got to undergrad and again the drinking age in the virgin islands is 18 okay yeah. i got to undergrad i remember for my 21st birthday everybody was like let's go turn up you're 21 did it i was like girl i and they're done that. i got a t-shirt i'm, I'm over it <laughs> i done there this. i'm good and then you know by mid-20s, I think I was in that battle of like, why am I not this party person anymore? And now I'm at the age where I'm like, let's go to brunch and right. then let's go take a nap. Like a oh group my, nap. I love brunch. Oh, I love brunch and day parties so much. Like brunch, everybody Yo, thinks brunch is just a millennial so thing. It's not even that. Brunch is a is a thing for people who are advancing towards their 30s and beyond. Okay. Right. Brunches but for y'all those of us party, who know we don't have to. Exactly. Yes. But let me tell y'all something lit, right? So I got pregnant with Dylan. I was very young. I was 22 when I got pregnant with him. And y'all, I thought my life was over. I was like, oh my God, I didn't even get to do all the things that I wanted to do in life. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I gave birth to like a little 30 something because first of all, he, <laughs> the child, he's a homebody. To the, right now, if I say, Dylan, I'm running to Target, you want to come? No. Like yeah. he yeah. does not like leaving the house. But further but to what? that. Y'all, that little nigga love brunch. <laughs> so oh now you can't God. tell me nothing. Me and my child going to brunch. This boy loves brunch. I, love I, get to have, I get to have waffles and alcohol in the same. Right. At the same time. Like, I, can, I can twerk and yell A for no reason loudly <laughs> with my friends being drunk and belligerent in the middle in the of the day. day. And, and then by five eat. o'clock. I could go home, take me a delicious nap Mm. and then get up. And I'm just like, hmm, I can watch it. And you feel fine. Documentary. Right. I'm fine. Yeah. And you feel fine. It's lovely. So, so I guess my question is why does 30 feel like a deadline to so many people? Like why is 30, why is 30 it? 
like for for everybody why is 30 like like, oh my god because people put so much pressure on you for you to figure out your life yeah in college and Mm -hmm. i'm just like why these are new adults yeah some people are still learning how to wash their laundry right for the first yeah it's true learning how to budget or grocery shop or anything in your 20s so by the time you get to your 30s you understand that there's certain things that you cannot do and you understand that there's certain things that you cannot eat once you get past a certain time of the night so it's like I don't I realized like I was excited to hit 30 because I was like I'm not young and dumb like I was in my 20s anymore same like I'm 30 I'm good I've been I was so excited like I was so excited to be 30 oh my god Mm -hmm. and and also figure it out Raise your hand if you still don't kind of know what what the fuck you do. No, we don't. We certainly don't. We <laughs> certainly don't. Let's be clear. Like, so to answer your question, Jay, right? I think it's, a, it's several factors because I don't think this is a new concept. I mm. think because I remember when I was growing up, the adults, especially the women, once they got to, I think, 26, 27 or 28, somewhere around there, they just kept repeating that age. Yeah, they can so, talk about marriage and settling down. and But even us. Even, but even outside of that, they would like, let's say after their 28th birthday, they never acknowledged 29, 30. They just kept saying it was their 28th birthday. I remember that being a thing when I was a kid and I was no. like, in huh? like re- in 90s oh culture, it really was, especially because I remember I was rewatching the nanny not too long mm-hmm. ago. I was watching the whole entire series over again. Yeah. And Fran refused to acknowledge that she was over 30. Like she would literally rather <laughs> die than to tell somebody yeah. she was over 30. And I'm like, what was fine. It's weird. Time. Like what? She, she was always fine. No, what's funny is because earlier in the last, like as I was like preparing for the episode, I found myself thinking like, cause I was born in 91. So like I said, I just turned 31. Mm-hmm. But right now all the kids who were born in 92, honey, they're all stressing about turning 30. And I found myself like, I don't remember me and my peers having that level of stress when we were turning 30. But then I also realized we turned 30 in the middle of a pandolce. So we were like, bitch, it's great to be alive. I'm just happy to be here. I'm exactly. just happy to be here. I was looking forward to 30. I always look forward to those big milestones. But I will say, and I hate to be that person, I do believe that social media and influencer culture has a lot to do with it. No, because, yeah. because like for one... Back in the day, right, you would get these celebrities that are super young who would hit success. And it was understood, like, this person is a celebrity. That's why they were able to become so successful at such a young age. They didn't have to work hard to climb that ladder. Mm -hmm. But now you have everyday people you go who are who have access to that level of instant success. Right. And so you have multimillionaires at 21 right? Who just did it because they were like taking selfies all day or what right, have you. And right. I'm not minimizing being an influencer by any stretch of the word. Cause I know there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes, mm-hmm. but for people who don't think about things in a complex way, all they're seeing is somebody who was glued to their phone, become wealthy. Mm-hmm. And by the time that person is 30, they either lose all that money or they turn that money into more money. And so right. they're like, fuck, I spent my whole twenties watching Jacqueline Hill become wealthy right and now what do right. I have to show for like, yeah. I'm still watching YouTube and I'm still broke so what I'm a failure <laughs> yeah people, Wait a minute. people mm-hmm. attach like milestones to age even though yes. life is so very subjective and your path right. is so different from everybody mm-hmm. else's 
But also, like, and it, it's not even just milestones. We, you see it in the way that people praise women for, quote, unquote, looking good at their age, right? Oh, so my, you'll I see that so much. Yeah, you'll see it's a celebrity awful. woman turn 40, and everyone's like, can you believe she's 40? And I'm like, she's been fine as fuck since she was, like, 17. Right. So I don't know why right. we think that that was going to change. Like, Gabrielle Union been fine since Gabrielle Union has been Gabrielle Union. Her so why do you life. think? She looks exactly the same. Like, she was yeah, it's wild. For the Toros. Like, she's been yeah. fine the whole time uh, the clovers and- the clovers <laughs> my bad <laughs> like, oh. don't, don't come for me don't come for me clovers i'm so sorry i'll i'll give it to her because i mean some people don't age right okay it's some people in the world i'm not gonna Are say they like milk it's fine yeah they go from looking great to out of the blue who who is that and what are those like <laughs> they're really out here aging like some unturned butter we're not gonna talk really about bad. it but like so so yes it is beautiful to see black women especially black women we look up to age gracefully but at the right. same time i feel like there's this pressure on women to just keep looking youthful and more youthful mm-hmm. and more youthful at yeah. some point we ain't gonna look youthful because we're not gonna yeah. be youthful. We're gonna be older, and there's nothing right. wrong with there's it. Nothing not, wrong like, with that. gravity is a thing, and we can't defy gravity no matter how hard we try. Like, even and, if you try, your body is gonna humble you yeah, very quickly. Like, <laughs> very quickly. But that obsession with like that 30, you know, that milestone of of 30 i've noticed that it's getting smaller and smaller so before i know for for i feel my you know group my generation everybody is like oh 30 is it right but Mm -hmm. now i'm hearing people younger than me saying things like i'm 25 and i still don't have my shit together i'm like girl when i was 25 i didn't know my fucking ass cheek from my left elbow like what do you mean like what do you mean the people i say like the pressure that young people put on themselves to try to measure up to some impossible standard, yeah. I feel like is even worse than what it was when I was in my twenties, because when I was come, I graduated college when I was 25. So mm-hmm. at that point we graduated into a freaking housing crisis and, um, yeah. a whole, uh, what is that thing? What is the tag on? The recession. Yes. A whole recession. Yeah. So like, you know, a lot of us who had these, you know, grand ideals of what we were going to be doing once we got out of college and we were going to hit the ground running and do all these things and make change and all this other stuff. After yeah. about five years, you're like, um, I just want to move out of my parents' house and pay my bills and maybe eat every week. Yeah. And let's see what I can do once I get to that point and move forward. Yeah. And now you see like, like my little cousin, she's 26 and she's like, I just feel like I need to have the focus of Beyonce. And I'm like, baby girl, Beyonce is a different animal. Like that's, she's been doing She's this. a whole, first of all, she's, <laughs> we different. she's, we don't like, of all the people, Beyonce is not the one, you know, it's so funny. I had, when I was working on my ghetto ass corporate job, I had made myself this little thing that said Beyonce wasn't built in a day. And she wasn't. And it was posted on my thing because a For lot a of people, like, or, or five year, or, or ten. by herself exactly or because she's she's been a constant work in progress and i keep reminding people stop looking at today beyonce go back to when beyonce and destiny's child were still brand new and losing star search or what have you. stop first of all and also worry about your damn self right beyonce didn't get to where she is by comparing herself to others constantly right did she take inspiration absolutely but beyonce poured into beyonce she focused on her intention and her goals why are we not doing the same like you literally see the change in her 
album by album yeah yes. like, it's like literally you got to four and she was like i'm not doing this no more and then yeah. you got eliminated we were like yes, okay. yes. and also i'm talking about Thank something you. important Don't even to talk keep about in something. mind too is yeah. that we saw a beyonce in her 20s evolve to a beyonce in her 30s evolve yes, to ma'am. a beyonce who just in her 40s, her 40s. Yes. exactly 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 so one of the fate that's one of my favorite things about her because it's like you accepted her and she was just like this is who i am i'm I'm country and this is who i am i'm very much in texas and you're going to accept it one way or another and i really feel like more women especially more black women we especially need to do that in all spaces like i was just having this conversation with my friends the other day like code switching i hate that I I cannot, I cannot stand it. And I tell them all that I tell people, especially people that are younger than me, I'm like, I don't code switch. This this is who I am, whether I'm in a corporate setting or if I'm sitting here at brunch with my girlfriends, is there different levels of it? Sure. But it's still going to be the same vernacular, but you're still going to know, like in the corporate world, I'm still educated. You're still going to listen to what I'm saying, but I don't feel the need to, you know, code switch or whitewash or whatever it is that I'm talking about because this is who I am I'm gonna be like this all the time yeah so stop, that, stop doing that stop playing this putting on that role or that mask or whatever no I don't I'm I think that it. for me is is probably the biggest difference between hey Isa at 21 versus hey mm-hmm. Isa now yeah. is uh-huh. that level of self-acceptance yep of like yes. why am I putting on this like like I used to code switch heavily right because for us you know, being from the Virgin Islands versus going to the, to the U.S., code switching means, like, speaking a certain way, right? Like, mm-hmm. speaking, quote-unquote, proper English versus right. speaking in our accent. Now mm-hmm. I'm somewhere in the middle because I recognize that my dialect is something that's personal to me, and I only share that with people who also speak my dialect, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I do, to an extent, code switch, but I feel like as I got older, I kind of stopped trying to be that person of like I'm absolutely proper and I'm super professional and I have my Mm -hmm. shit together and I have this image of like and then being a content creator right I have this image of like the perfect content creator and I have my you know everything's great I think the pandemic was like for sure the the point of just like why am I doing any of this shit yeah what does it do Mm -hmm. for me in my life what is it bringing to me and you know wisdom and and obviously getting older has a lot to do with that. It's like, do mm-hmm. I want to be 35 feeling the same way, working this hard to prove whatever the fuck to, to prove whoever what? the fuck? Like, exactly. Who, exactly. Cause nobody else has their stuff figured out. Nobody. Yeah. Exactly. nobody. Literally even the person who looks like their whole life is perfect on Instagram or, you know, Facebook or whatever, like they could be making bomb content, but like their social, like, their mental health is in the absolute in shambles and they can't stand themselves so they have to put yeah. on the show to try to make people feel like yeah. they're good enough and it's just like no you just have to accept mm-hmm. that you're good enough and yeah. keep going i think one of the best things i did for myself was stop caring what other people felt about me yeah and i really had to get to that point where i was just like no 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 this is who india is and this is who we're growing to be. Like I worked hard to be this India at 37. Right. I have worked my behind off to get to this point. And I'm yeah. not doing anything to jeopardize the peace that I've created for myself. 
And yeah. I think that's one of my favorite things as far as my late 30s is concerned. Mm -hmm. Because my early 30s, it was very much like a, okay, so we need to go to therapy to figure out some of the stuff that was bothering us in our 20s. So let's yeah. do that. Let's do that work and unpack that. And then I got to 35 and I'm like, okay, we're at a better place mentally. Cool, cool, cool. But then the pandemic hit. So we're just like, maybe we're not in a better place mentally. <laughs> so let's keep working. Let's keep going. Yeah. Let's, let's... And then you, you know, the thing about that journey is realizing that it's never ending. Because I think at some point, work. yeah, we think, oh, I've done all this work. Everything's great. I'm healed. Oh, honey. No, because more <laughs> things are going to lie. It's like you realize you're still going to be existing after you do like, all that work. You People are still going to get on your nerves. Yes, yes. yes. It's, it's still going to exist. Thing. It's the same thing with those milestones, right? We have, you know, or we had all of these goals that we wanted to hit in our 20s, all of these, you know, markers we wanted to make sure we're done before we hit 30, not realizing that, like, yes, it's good to have goals. It's really good to have goals. You, you should always have goals of things you want to do, but it's how you approach them and it's how you treat yourself in the process mm -hmm. of trying to attain right. those goals. Right. Because if you tell yourself, I there's no room for flexibility, I absolutely have to do this before I'm 30 or else I'm a failure, you're going to mm -hmm. hit 30, maybe have having hit all of those goals and realize that none of them fulfilled you. None of them did yes. anything for you. You mentally mm -hmm. damaged yourself in the process. Congratulations. Now with that great job and that good salary, you're going to use that shit to spend on therapy, boo-boo. On therapy. Yeah, congratulations. Exactly. And you know, what, you know what's funny? We referenced this in last night's failed episode where we <laughs> talked about the fact that like you have these blinders on and you're not living in the moment. Yeah. And then you finally do hit that milestone and you don't, you're fine. You're like, oh, okay, now what? Like on Soul. Right. Seen, gotten, you know, I love the movie Soul. I haven't exactly. seen it yet. You gotta watch people it. People telling me you're gonna cry, and I'm like, I don't find enough to cry. Oh, I cried. Every day, so. But the crying is worth it, though. Soul, soul, <laughs> is, soul is definitely gonna get you get you there. I shed some tears on Soul. But it's gonna get you in the feels. It is. Ooh. It is a really important movie because it kind of makes you realize, like, wow, I'm living my life with this one set goal in mind. Mm -hmm. So much so to the point that everything else is passing me by. Yes. And in my 20s, I wish that I had spent more time actually enjoying being in my 20s yeah. instead of focusing so much on everything I need to do before I turn 30. Because mm. the reality is, is that, like Deidre said earlier, life don't give a fuck about your plans. The universe sure don't, don't give a fuck about your plans. <laughs> she, she don't. She's, At, she don't. If, if 20... Four-year-old Hayaza had gotten her way. I would be like a congressional aide in D.C. I would be, I abs there was no way I was not going to be the president of the United States um, press secretary at some point in my life. Oh. And guess what? Instead, I chose to cuss on Twitter and launch a podcast, bitch. And See? life still worked out. Better, but so much better. <laughs> so much better. I'm probably so a lot better. less stressed now than I than I would have been doing that job. But just that would have been so boring, hey Isa. Like <laughs> you wouldn't have been I able think... to cuss at all. Like I try to imagine you in that setting. That would have been so lame, <laughs> mind you. And and saying 24 year old hey Isa was probably a little bit too old because this was like right when I decided to go the communications route. This was pre that man being elected. So around the time I would have ended up in DC would have been when he- When the apocalypse hit? When the apocalypse yeah. hit, when Ooh. he was inaugurated. So, you know, all these plans I had, all this, this route I was supposed to go up until I got my master's degree and finished grad school. I was like, this is absolutely where I need to be. And life absolutely did not go that way. And 
I had a really hard time with it at first mm-hmm. because I felt every I felt very much like a failure instead of somebody who had just simply adjusted when life adjusted like Mm -hmm. you didn't fail you just are going a different route and that's fine and if you want to keep trying towards that goal cool but you didn't fail like who's grading right right who who is grading grading yourself and you're grading yourself like the russian judge at the olympics you're not giving yourself any grace really and truly for real type of curve on this grade there's nothing it's just like if i'm not doing this by this point i'm a failure exactly and then it's like but wait you got to that point how many people did not get to that point that part and i've I've seen so many people talking online about things like 30 under 30 lists and how like those lists or just like the concept around those lists don't help they're not helpful I, at all oh, yeah they, like this. they're not helpful at all yeah and they're not helpful at all it's so because, funny right because when I, I i i ended up on a 30 under 30 list once oh and it was pretty recent and when i did finally end up on a 30 under 30 list i was like but what did i do <laughs> how did i get here like what? yeah i was like are you sure <laughs> like i'm not doing yeah. shit with my life right now and they were just like no yeah we just want i was like okay okay but, it was it was funny seeing those conversations about like oh that puts pressure on people and da da da. I was like I really want y'all to not put pressure on yourselves because I promise but, you they messaged me one day and was like here you go. I was like okay, but let me ask you something because when you were preparing for that because I know the list you're talking about because Daima was on that list too. Um, did you put this pressure on yourself to create the perfect like written piece about yourself? Yes. Mm. Yes. There you go. Mm-hmm. I absolutely did because I. <laughs> Not only was I confused on why I was picked, because at the time I didn't feel like I was quote unquote doing anything with my life, mm. right? I also was not okay with my my feature not being worthy of a 30 under 30. It needed to be mm. good enough to be, I had already gotten chosen for the list. I was right. already there. And I still put so much thought into the process of like, and just, my feature on on the list in general right Mm -hmm. so when i see people talk about like the type of pressure that puts on them like i really want to tell them like yo all of this shit is none of it really matters none of it matters matters. none of it matters fuck all that shit not in the least bit i also think that like my mom is like super old school so you know she had me when she was 19 so she also Mm -hmm. had like expectations of what she wanted to see for me so like a lot of the stuff that she didn't get to do because she was a young mom she's just like no no no. i want you to be able to do this and do that and all this other stuff so i felt like for me because i was the oldest across the board like oldest child oldest grandkids like i put so much pressure on myself as the oldest like I have this standard that I have to meet to. Nobody else Mm -hmm. was putting that standard on me. But you were putting it on yourself. But I was putting it on myself. And then once I got to 30, I was like, yo, I'm exhausted. I think about what my grandmother was up to at 30, what my mother was up to at 30. And Mm. a fraction, they they would only dream to be in the position that I'm in at 30. First of all, by the time my mother and my grandmother were 30, they already had, they, they had already had all their children. My mm. grandmother was a mother of four by 30, all four of her children were already born mm. by 30. All three of my mother's children were already born and she had already lost my baby brother as an infant. So mm. it's like, they were going through certain struggles that I, I know I would be able to have gotten through, but 
I'm just grateful that I didn't have to go through some of the struggles that they've gone through. You know what I mean? So I tend to do that when I'm just like being hard on myself and, you know, Hey, as I know, I essentially restarted my journey. I took it back. I went back 10 years, (laughs) picked up where I left off. Okay. And I, mm -hmm, and I was a little upset about it at first, but then I had to stop and say, yo, just being able to do that is a blessing. Just being able to say, fuck the dumb shit. I'm going backwards and I'm starting over because essentially I'm not starting over. I'm continuing Picking where up, I left where off. Left off right? I'm picking With up so where much I left more off. wisdom and preparation uh-huh. and tools exactly. that you ever would have had the first Exactly. Time. And taking it so much more seriously. Because let me tell you, in college, mm-hmm. in a, girl, girl, I was barely getting back. I was more <laughs> focused on my job. Okay. And now it's the other way around to where, let me tell you something. As soon as my class schedule exists, I'm hitting up my boss like, hey, baby, you're going to need to take like another day or two off that schedule. <laughs> And even if I'm not working, like going to school full-time hours, my full-time priority is, is my education. Right. So right. I gotta, I gotta go to and class. I gotta do my homework. I gotta mother. Is it that you get to choose? Like mm-hmm. you get to decide that that's what your life looks like now. Mm-hmm. And that again, that's the beauty of being at the age that, that we are mm-hmm. is that you may not have had that choice in your early twenties. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Thought, Oh, I gotta get all this done because when I turn 30, that's, that's, you know, that's going to be it. Then, you know, I'm going to be at that age where I can't do anything else. I'm going to be that. I'm already established. It's like, "Mm -mm, sure wasn't. The funny thing is the things that I wanted for myself at 30, like back then, the things that I thought I wanted at 30, now that I'm 30, I'm like, I don't want that shit. Keep them niggas far away from me. Like, like, I don't in a constant battle with myself about whether or not I'm going to set myself up to be want to be married one day. Like some days Listen. I'm like, I don't want none of them. Some days I'm like, keep them far away from me. Other days I'm like, but it would be nice to have a partner. <laughs> Listen, I tell people all the time that I met my fiance at the perfect time for me mm-hmm. and the perfect time for him. Because mm. we had work that we had to do on ourselves separately mm-hmm. because if he had met India at 32 mm. he, he, she was a psycho like oh no like, nobody talked to her like, she said nobody talked to her we don't talk about Bruno we don't talk about in their early 30s when I was graduating undergrad I remember people being like do you think he's gonna propose because at the time I was dating my now husband right do you mm-hmm. think he's gonna propose do you think he's gonna propose and I graduated undergrad I was I, I think I had tur- I turned 24 like right before my undergrad graduation And everybody was so excited about this idea of my boyfriend potentially proposing like on graduation day. And we Mm. didn't end up getting married until I was 28. He had turned 30. We were at such a better place in our lives as people to even get ready for marriage. And now that we're married Mm -hmm. again, that clock started ticking, right? Everybody's like, so children, where the baby's at? What's going on with your uterus girl? Knock, knock uterus, where the baby's at? So the other day, and and I'm relating this back to turning 30, right? The other day, uh, a close, you know, friend of mine made a comment about the fact that I'm 29 and I haven't decided whether or not I want to have kids yet. And she was like, girl, well, you need to decide soon because 30 is right there. And I'm like, does my uterus just shrivel up and die the day I turn 30? I'm sorry. (laughs) And let me tell you something, because I had this weird obsession with like women's health when I was a teenager. The older you get, the more eggs you're going to produce. So just don't even listen to them people. Like, but, but, fuck them know, people. Those people have those thoughts because of, again, how we view 30 and how we view age and how we view yeah. especially women turning 30. 
And that part, I've realized that like, you know, this clock I've been on my whole life heading towards 30. Yes. A part of it was me, but a part of it has always been other people. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking that this is how life is supposed to go. And I'm like, I am in no way mentally prepared to be somebody's mother. And I am 29 with a master's degree, with a great job, with a great husband. I still ain't mentally prepared for that shit. So why are we expecting 24 and 25 year olds to be? To be figuring this out and be responsible for raising kids. I had this point in my early 30s where I was just like, I want to have kids. And I feel like I should have kids now because I don't know if I'm going to be able to have kids later. And... I'm at that point now where I'm just like, oh no, now I'm mentally ready to have kids. <laughs> yeah. Before I knew I wasn't. Yeah. At least but you I, knew. Didn't, I didn't know that until I yeah. started through my mental health journey. And I was just like, oh no, I can't bring no kids into this planet. Yeah. Heck yes. No. Start figuring out what's going on with me first. Yeah. I'm so proud of you for doing that. Cause you know how many people actually do the opposite and they think having a child is going to make things We're gonna better. Fix them. I had a friend who was like obsessed with getting married by the time she turned 25. Mm-hmm. Right. And 25? At 25. Prefrontal cortex ain't everything. even fully developed, honey. Why Girl, you want to do that? I couldn't even balance my checkbook at 25. I grew a cup size so, at I, like I still... 27. My titties weren't even where they needed to be Yo, at 25. My titties be tittying. I'm like, wait a minute. Where did these come from? I was don't like, don't get I me have started. Boobs? Don't get me started because I recently got remeasured. And it was um an emotional experience for me because I thought I was one size and my boobs was like, no. Actually. It was an extra couple of numbers and a, a whole other letter added. Mm-hmm. And that was three in this joint. And I was like, are you sure? And the girl was like, yeah, bro. Like, look yeah. at this. Like, you see this? It, now I feel like I'm buying Kevlar, but that's a whole conversation for us. <laughs> okay. I never but, still imagine all that growth right like all the things that we're still discovering still you know realizing about ourselves and is people out here who thought 25 was 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 an appropriate time to get married girl Mm -hmm. so with with that being said though what are what are life lessons that you would like to share with people in their 20s what is some advice you would like to share with someone in their 20s who is listening to this episode and thinking i need to have my shit together before i turn 30 or else i'm gonna spontaneously combust and cease (laughs) to fucking exist what would you like to say to that person uh i would tell them to spontaneously combust (laughs) honestly right who gonna be be trash I like it. I look at it like a phoenix. Every time a phoenix combusts, it comes from those ashes and grows anew mm-hmm. and beautiful, just as it was. But it's learned things and it's changed and it's grown. So yes. spontaneously combust. Be a little chaotic. Be a little delusional for a little bit. Yeah. Live your life. Do yes. not live your life for other people. Live your life for yourself. Do what you want. Because mm-hmm. once you get to that point where you go to meet your maker or whatever it is that you believe in, you're not, I don't, I would never want somebody to get to that point where they're like, I should have done X, Y, and Z. I wish I could have done mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Or I wish I was as free as you. You can be that way. You just have to let yourself do it. Like, yes. Do whatever it is that you want to do. If you want to get a tattoo, go get a tattoo. You want to dye your hair a weird, weird color? Go do it. It's your hair. Do it. It's hair. Think, think really long about that tattoo, though. Yeah. Think, think placement. Really, yeah. 
place don't yeah. person's subject name matter tattoos. don't do that yeah don't do that um mm. don't get anything that says like money over bitches because that's weird in the corporate world and if it's um, in a foreign language talk to someone who speaks that language and make sure yeah, that that's get what it several opinions catch yeah. a pocket on your body in chinese characters please do not make <laughs> it. <laughs> what it says are we still doing that remember oh, when yo God. them chinese letter tattoos had our elders in a chokehold do you remember well i might arabic tattoos too that and the the chinese bang that stupid stingy ass bang that stayed too high up on the forehead (laughs) (laughs) just there were there were choices made in my early 20s where i'm just like look at what what you were doing in your early 20s yes really thought you were gonna have this figured out yes but there there was there was beauty and winging it so wing it just think about it just think about it a little bit take a couple of beats before you're like yeah fuck it whatever let's do it like Mm -hmm. take a a couple of minutes i would say aside from watch soul everybody in your 20s watch soul (laughs) that's number one watch soul but you already have your shit figured out Mm. you are exactly where you're supposed to be life is a journey and it's Mm -hmm. not about the destination it's about the journey Mm -hmm. and when you get to certain points in life, you're going to realize that even those random interests that you had, every single thing you go through is just little puzzle pieces to the big picture. Mm. When you look at a 500 piece puzzle, sometimes shit just like, what am I even looking at? Right. Mm. You have to take time to group the colors and match the shapes and you're not going to get that puzzle done immediately. But when you get it done, every single tiny puzzle piece makes sense. So just enjoy the journey be in the moment, be present, learn the lessons. The heartbreaks hurt like hell right now. At some point you are going to cackle at yourself. I promise. Mm. At some point you're going to think back on that motherfucker and you're going to be on the floor laughing your ass off. Look at that person you thought you wasn't going to be able to live without. Listen, but I mean, my, my advice for people, I mean, I'm still in my twenties for another year, but my (laughs) advice for people in their twenties, as I wrap this on up, um, would be, you need to ask yourself more often who going to beat my ass because the answer is nobody unless you're doing some illegal disrespectful shit (laughs) so when you don't want to do something anymore if you decide you don't want to go to grad school if you decide you don't want to have kids you don't want to get married or if you want to do those things but you didn't do it in the time you thought you were going to who gonna be who gonna beat your ass who gonna beat your ass? That's a good one. Who gonna beat my ass? Who gonna beat your ass? But also, who's grading you? Like, who is grading you on this assignment called life? And why is it that you're acting like you have a due date and a deadline for everything? Mm -hmm. God ain't grading you. The universe ain't grading you. Your parents, if they still grading you and you 26, 27, then guess what? You need to start going to therapy and having some conversations about why you feel the need to report to those people if they ain't mm-hmm. feeding you fucking you or financing you you do not have to answer to those people Facts. um so yeah just really and truly stop living life like you are being graded and that you have a due date for every assignment and just mm. live life like 30 is gonna get here and then what are you gonna do with the rest of your if, of your life if 30 was the deadline mm-hmm. there's more after that uh, hopefully you're just existing right now in general just yourself. yes the girls say you are what you eat it's a fact stay Uh, hydrated i think the last little bit of advice i would give kids in their 20s is um don't think your parents have all their shit figured out 
because you're going to get to a certain part of your 30s where you're going to be raising your parents Mm -hmm. because I'm currently the single mom of two grown-ass adults and I would like my income tax refund I need I need my child credit (laughs) because these two people here they little babies that don't listen do they be bickering at each other and then venting to you like listen parents (laughs) are separated right now oh please like, they getting back together i like the same house place that's fine that's y'all marriage i ain't got nothing to do with that i'm i'm gonna stay over here in my place but i find myself saying things to my parents like okay so walk me through your thought process here how, why, how did, why did that sense? make sense to you how did how do we get from point a to point z because it's yeah. usually a to b but you went a to apple to square mm-hmm. and then we got the z and it don't the math <laughs> not matching. so just walk me through it yeah. and i really it upsets me because i'm like y- y'all realize i'm your kid right mm-hmm. <laughs> like how how did how did we get how did the roles flip yeah when did i become responsible it, for y'all <laughs> but also you start to see your parents as human when you yes you know, when you get cool. to this age mm-hmm. you start to kind of realize because I think in my early 20s I couldn't really see the humanity in my mom yet because Uh she hadn't had me yet right Mm -hmm. so by this age by 29 my mom had two out of her four kids she was getting ready to have the third she had me at 35 so my mom was like married and managing a household and doing all this stuff and I start to relate to her more heavily in life because now we're sort of in these similar places and I'm like Mm -hmm. how the fuck were you managing, managing all of it mm-hmm. oh god <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all we need to wrap up today's episode but hopefully if you're in your 20s and you are listening to this episode you're getting some good advice because i it's it's great advice and i hope that you hear it i hope you take some of that pressure off of yourself relax a little bit please know that there is not a ticking time bomb that is going to go off once you hit 30 everything is going to be fine like yeah your knees might creak a little bit but nothing's going to start deteriorating you know you're you're good you're good. Take it easy on yourself. Um, with that being said, India, thank you so much for joining us. We have to bring you back on because, well, like, we have, so to, we have to. We have to. Thank you. We have to. Yeah, I was the... super humble that you asked in the first place. Like that. Of course. How you felt about being on that list? I was like, wait, me? Are you sure? <laughs> yes, of course. No, you're such a That's you're great. such a joy to have on the show. Thank oh, you for thank coming. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Anytime you guys want me back, just let me know. I'm with it. Oh, of course. Yeah. So we we will definitely um tag India in our uh episode description um and also on our social media so that you can find her and support her social media. Um and then of course we'll be right back next week with another episode. You can tag us at GoodUpPod on all social media platforms, and you can also help to keep the lights on in this bitch by becoming a member of our good up vip section over on patreon at patreon.com slash good up podcast um love you guys thank you guys for always um you know being a dope ass audience and supporting us and of course deidre you you, you know how to end the episode tell the people and bye bye good up is hosted and produced by deidre ritter and hey isaac quinones ivory and is a proud member of the kicking it family Find us on all social media platforms at GoodUpPod. Use hashtag GoodUpTuesday to continue the conversation and get access to exclusive bonus content at patreon.com slash GoodUpPodcast. 